Welcome to the God Focused Podcast. And today we are talking about our own personal stories. So you guys get to know a little bit who we are as you're listening to our podcast and you hear these voices and these names. And you're like, who are these people that I'm listening to? Well, it's very important that you know who we are. So today we're going to tackle that. And to start us off, our first guest is MJ. Go for it. We'd love to hear your story. Well, thanks, Angie. Um, first off, you know, when I was a, 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 just a little kid, uh, I come from a, a divorced family. And so for when I was a real, real little kid, we didn't do hardly anything with church because it was just always moving around and, um, and there was too much commotion in our family when it, between one, one years old and 10 years old, there wasn't any consistency, uh, because of the divorce. And so anyways, uh, I do remember, um, you know, between like 10 and 14 years old, we were going pretty consistently to a church, uh, in our small town and, that became a thing where eventually we were going to get confirmed and go through the confirmation process. And we had to stand up in front of the congregation and give a little speech about how we love Jesus and all that kind of stuff. And it was really, it was a good thing because um, I learned a lot about what, um, what it was like to kind of bring on that kind of a, um, I don't know. It just, it's one of those things that everybody has different fears. And I, I let Jesus help me get through the, uh, the fear of talking in front of people. And that, that was a real big help for me because, uh, you know, I, I told them I didn't want to do the speech when I, uh, when they first said, uh, you're going to have to stand up and talk in front of everybody. I, said, I ain't going to do that. I'm not going to do that. And, you know, the pastor did pull me aside and says, you know, this is where you can use that strength of Jesus to help you through this. And for the first time, I actually let go and let him be that strength to get me through that. Because, you know, it's one of the things that people do have kind of a fear about is standing in front of people and talking. And so anyways, I, I, I thought that was a real good thing for a oh, gosh I must have been 14 years old when this happened and then um we just all of a sudden after we got uh, me and my brother got confirmed about a, uh, a year apart from each other and then all of a sudden our family just did stop kind of going there I wasn't sure if it was a situation where we just got so busy uh, my brother and I were in every sport that was possible at, at our school we were big athletes in the school so maybe that's why our parents kind of pulled us away from church. I don't know. Um, I just know we just stopped going. And so I got through all my high school years and got into my college years and didn't really think about Jesus hardly at all. I uh, didn't really do much with anything um, with religion and or even bringing a personal relationship of him into my life. I just was living the, the life of the world. You know, as a big, I was a big partier. I would, I go play my sports and then go out and drink with the guys to all hours of the morning. And that was my life. I was a really big partier for many, many years. And then I got my first jobs and got into working and found out how much it cost to, to do things in, the, in this world. <laughs> 
And one of the things I did as a, a part-time uh, business is I got in a, a small business group, um, a, a, a small business group that built businesses from the ground floor up. And when I got into that group, I found myself um, around a bunch of Christian people. Now, I still wasn't there yet, but I, I did notice how they were doing um, their business, how they were conducting themselves. And I, I really found that uh, quite refreshing. And so I agreed to go to a conference, um, jump on a plane and fly out of this area to another state just to go to a conference, which was a big jump for me. And literally, I found myself in a position where we're at this conference talking business. And then on Sunday, they said, well, because they didn't want to flood all the churches with all these people, they just said, well, we'll bring the church to you guys and we'll have a church service on Sunday morning here at the uh, convention center. And you guys can just come here and we'll worship together. And my buddy dragged me there. I didn't really want to go. I wanted to just sleep in that morning. But <laughs> sure enough, I ended up going in there. And the guys that were talking were a lot like me, the guys that were talking um, about their life with Jesus uh, and uh, their life with Christ and where they had come from. And their stories were a lot like mine. And I found that very compelling. And then all of a sudden, towards the end, all of a sudden they said, and if you want um, some of the things that makes us so successful, one of the things that we can tell you is just having that life with Christ and accepting that you are a sinner and that if you'll give that up and, and, and just say, Lord, forgive me for my sins and, and bring Jesus into your life, that it will help you immensely with what what your focus should be in, in your business. And um, sure enough, I, I, I found that to be true. And I, I, I just felt overwhelmed when I had that sensation come through me. And I just felt, fell to the ground and I just go, oh my gosh, this is what I've been looking for. I've been looking for this guy that can help me. I, I, I just found Jesus as this this partner that I can rely on always. And it just, it hit me like a ton of bricks and I, I fell to the ground and then I got up and I did a sinner's oath in front of everybody. And once again, here's me standing in front of other people speaking. And it just, that day, you know, I have it written down in, in my, um, in my wallet that day. I, and every day I think about that day, it just warms my heart because I know I, I finally saw, you know, just through their experiences and through the things, you know, one of the things I got into um, when I was a kid, uh, I, was, I was drinking. We, get in, we got into a really bad car accident. And that car accident ended up taking my arm um, and, and making it... Uh, the nerve endings in the arm went dead for six months and it took a, a long time to regenerate and come back and a lot of um, a lot of rehab I had to go through that took away some of my sports when I look back at that especially when I was at, at this event I, I thought to myself well that it was it was it was that comfort from Jesus giving to me that I was going to be okay and yet I didn't recognize it I didn't recognize it at all, but
but I did after I accepted him, I kind of look back in my life and I go, oh, I see where he was with me all the time. And that's, that's what I got out of this um, convention center. I, I, I got this feeling I've got this personal relationship with him. I can talk to him at any time. He's going to guide me. I got to ask for his guidance. And then about a, um, a, a couple months later after that, a couple months later, uh, I was at a different event with that kind of same organization, small business organization. And I was meeting a, um, he was a band member of a Christian uh, rock band. And I met him uh, at a table where he was signing books and things like that. And he gave me a business card. I just told him that I was real new to Christ and that I was really excited about all the things I was seeing in my life and the strength and the love I felt for doing the right things. <laughs> and he handed me a card, uh, a business card that on the back of it, it said Ephesians 3, 16, 16 through 20. And I just grabbed that card. And when I got home that night from the conference, I found my um, Bible in my room. And sure enough, I read it and I go, oh, this is, I can see why this guy gave this to me, you know, Ephesians 16 through 20. And I pray out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his Holy Spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you'll be rooted in established love and have power you may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp and to widen and lengthen so that it's deep in the love of Christ. And you will know his love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all of fullness of God. And I looked at that and I go, that is the best that is the best passage. I needed that. I That hit me. And to this day, when anybody ever kind of asked me for a passage, oh, I forgot the 20th. I'm sorry. I, there's one more. And now, <laughs> and now to him who is able to do immeasurably more, immeasurably more than we all ask or imagine according to his power at work within us. And that last verse, which I just forgot, but it's right here in front of me now, that verse with the within us, the work within us, I kept, I kept thinking about that and going, wow, it's within us. It's, it's here. It's here. We just got to use it. And so to this day, you know, I, I, I've prayed, you know, many years for a good mate that would be a good Christian mate so that I could, I could be fulfilled. And he put that in front of me in, in 1996. And now 23 years later, um, my wife and I love talking about Jesus all the time. We pray with him and, and God has just blessed us immensely. And I just love it so much that here we go. We're, we're doing this podcast now. And I feel like I am coming, I'm becoming a, a better um, person because I have these people around me every day. Um, and I, I call on the teammates 
uh, for the podcast all the time. These little sessions, every time I walk away from one of these sessions, I go, oh my gosh, thank you, Lord, for putting Bill and Kevin and Robin and Yolanda and awesome Angie into my life because they make me better. And this group is so blessed. Hopefully some of the things that we say touches you, touches you because today I'm, I'm, I'm a blessed man and I see that. And I just love the fact that I found the Lord through business because <laughs> a lot of people don't see that. They don't see where he comes from, but he comes through anything. He comes through different people different situations in your life. But to me, he came through a business and that is amazing. So that's my story. I just wanted to share. Thank you, Angie. Awesome. Very cool. And um, let, does anyone have any questions for MJ while we're reflecting on his story? I love the stories because um, it's, it's, it's just amazing how you know life takes us on this journey and we have choices along the way and you know we can't mess it up because God's got our back and you know he always turns everything out for good. Um but it's we you know and you know like when you go to a movie, you know, you <laughs> you you know you're gonna see a bunch of drama and action and conflict, but you always know it's you know typically you know it's gonna end up well. But we like to, you know, know the story, the journey, the, you know, what what are the hardships and the the ups and the downs that they had to they had to go through. So thank you for sharing, MJ. Very much appreciated. Uh, let's bring Kevin to the stage. If you want to unmute Kevin, and we're going to have Kevin introduce himself and share his story. Thank you so much. Go for it. I guess you know I'll tell you a little bit about how I've ended here, uh, ended up here. Uh, it really started, you know, when I was a kid, I, um, you know, I lived on a farm. I grew up, you know, uh, out and about and just kind of doing my own thing, very independent, very, very much exploring and happy and, uh, just content with being by myself. You know, I appreciated the nature. I appreciated the outdoors. I appreciated my family. You know, I have a mom and a dad that are still married and even now they're still married and alive. You know, so I've been blessed. I'm 47 years old now, you know, so I've been blessed a long life, a long time with, with two parents and the tech family and uh, Angie's my sister. Uh, so, you know, we, we, there was a lot of nice, warm, safe things, you know, that were in my life. And uh, when I, Got into middle school. Uh, I distinctly remember um, a conversation that I had with uh, a classmate. And this classmate, and you know how middle school people are—they're you know jerks. Um, this classmate says, "You smile too much. You smile way, way, way too much. You know what's wrong with you?" And uh, they walked away. That was it. And so it really wasn't much of a conversation. It was more of you know throwing stones and walking away. And I remember that day going home and uh, looking in the mirror and practicing not smiling. And it hurt my face. I remember how much it hurt my face to try to not smile. And every day from then on, uh, I tried really hard, you know, to just blend in and just, 
you know, not draw attention to myself, uh, you know, cause I was, I didn't, you know, I was ashamed. I was ashamed that I stuck out and that I was, you know, it made me feel like I was different and I didn't want to be different. I just wanted to be like everyone else. I had, I had really no understanding of the significance of that day. Uh, but it did change, you know, you know, you get these thoughts in your head about, you know, what am I trying to be? What is my identity? Who am I? What, what is it that I'm trying to, you know, why am I here? What am I doing with my life? Again, being very independent, um, arrogant in some ways, I'm sure. Uh, you know, I kind of lived my life, my terms, my way uh, through high school, through college. I got married right out of college, um, had a couple of kids. And uh, yeah, you know, I don't know how many years into it, maybe 10 or so, 12, something like that. Uh, ended up getting divorced. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, tough. It was, it was a tough experience. Um, here I am, you know, again, independent and, uh, you know, just wanting to fit in, just wanting to be normal, just wanting to be average. That's, that's what I was trying to be. I just wanted to be like everyone else. And, uh, here I wasn't, you know, again, I felt alone and uh, isolated and uh you know of course this this no smiling thing you know it it while that certainly you know was just one step in a long journey but i kind of had a pretty bad attitude uh, a real negative view of life and uh i was frustrated i was frustrated that things were uh not going the way I wanted up to. I was frustrated that, uh, you know, I, I thought I'm a good person. I'm trying hard. I'm trying to do the right things here. Why can't I catch a break? That, that attitude really carried forward through the most of my life. And there was a time here uh, in the not so distant past where I really, I just kind of hit rock bottom emotionally. I just I just really felt worthless, even though I had kids, you know, uh, that loved me. I knew they loved me. I loved them. You know, we had a good relationship. We were close. You know, I, I was active in my church. I was, I attended church every Sunday. You know, I had, I had groups of friends that I circled with and yet I felt completely worthless and alone and, uh, still very independent. And, uh, it got to the point where, uh, I recognized, you know, there's got to be something wrong with the way that I'm doing things. Um, you know, this is not, you know, poor victim Kevin. You know, th there's something fundamentally wrong with the way that I'm attacking my life. And I really revisited what exactly I was trying to do with my life. You know, what was I really valuing? What was I really caring about? And uh, what I learned from that whole experience is a couple of things. One, we are created beings. Whether we choose to acknowledge that doesn't change the fact that we are created beings and we have a creator. And so we have a choice to make. Do we want to understand our creator? Do we want to understand our purpose for being created? Do we want to understand you know, uh, a purpose for life? Or do we simply want to live life on our own terms? And uh, 
So what I've been doing and what I'm very clear on now is that um, I think there is, there is meaning and purpose. I think that there is power in perspective. And I think there's hope in our creator. And uh, because we are created with purpose, we are created by design, uh, a beautiful vessel that can shine the light of God and can really impact this world in a positive way. But we have to choose that. We have to choose to be that way. We have to choose to live life that way. And so uh, my goal uh, increasingly is uh, to understand my purpose, understand how to be purposeful in my life, and uh, how to really shine the light of God into other people's lives. That doesn't happen with some grandiose big vision, you know, I guess it can, right? But for me in my life, it's about smiling. It's about taking the time to smile every morning, smile at someone. It's about encouraging words. And uh, it's about really, truly trying to understand and empathize, you know, with another person and what they're going through. Um, it's about putting the ego aside so that we can really let God do what God does. Uh, you know, we just got to, I just got to get out of the way, you know, you know, is I, I was, I accepted Christ as my savior. And, uh, you know, uh, as a result, um, the Holy spirit is inside of me and, uh, it shines brightly and my job is to let it shine and to get out of the way and learn how to really just kind of put my ego to the side and uh it puts me in different places than i expect it puts me in conversations and um relationships and situations that i would never have expected to be in um and uh it's sometimes very confusing about why am i here you know what's the point of this uh you know why god why are you putting me in this particular place in this particular scenario with this particular person and uh and i just try to i just try to live my life and uh knowing that knowing that you know i don't have the answers i don't even really want to know the answers i just want to kind of be you know so this kid that grew up you know prideful and you know happy-go-lucky and arrogant, uh, you know, as any child probably is. That's uh, been, that's still there, you know, I'm still that child. Um, it's just that now I recognize my place a little bit better. You know, when I was asked to speak here, uh, I really didn't know what to say. And uh, all I can tell you is that it's not about me. It's, it, it, I've learned very clearly that my peace of heart, my, my uh, clarity of thought, uh, the calmness that I have, purpose and energy that I have in my life right now, and I've had for a while now, uh, it comes from letting go, just like Mike was saying earlier, you know, letting go and uh, quit trying to be something that I'm not. 
um, and really understanding my identity, which is uh, a child of God, a created being with purpose. And my job is to uh, really facilitate uh, God loving uh, other people and allowing God to love me. That's my job. That's what I'm, that's what I'm here for. That's awesome. Thank you, Kev. That was beautiful. I have a quick question for Kevin. When you've gone through these types of things and had Christ reveal this to you about ego, ego and being humble and all the different things you were just kind of talking about, has he put you in situations where you can convey that to other people or share that with other people? Uh, what types of things are you doing right now that, you know, helps you share that with other people? Well, I, I, I think that we're, we're, uh, I'm <laughs> the, the best answer that I can give you is that every morning I wake up and I say a prayer, something to the effect of, um, Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for blessing me with life right now, this very moment. And I'm not going to worry about the past, what's happened in the past. And I'm not going to worry about the future and what could happen. I'm going to I'm just thankful for what you are giving me here today. And, uh, and I just ask the Lord to, um, and I'm grateful. I'm, I'm very grateful. Uh, every morning I, I walk through a list of gratitudes of, um, you know, whether it's the people in my life, the relationships, simple things like health and safety. And, you know, we live in the United States and it's a safe country. You know, we can practice religion. We can, we have the freedom to, to move about and travel if we want. We have um, food and shelter and water. Uh, uh, my gosh, health, you know, there is just so many, there's really almost an uncountable number of blessings that God puts in our lives. So I dwell on that every morning. And then uh, what I do after that is I speak to kind of what I said before, you know, Lord, just help me, just help me shine your light. Help me be, uh, you know, a vessel for you. So what do I do? Well, I mean, the, the, the short answer is, is that I, I, I try to live my life knowing that, that I, I'm living in gratitude, being very grateful for the gifts. I, I see the gifts, you know, that God has given me. And I, I try to help um, be a gift to everyone that I encounter, not, not just some people, but everybody that I encounter. I'm, I'm trying to grow into, if I, if I bump into you, you know, that at the grocery store, you know, if you're the waiter at the, at the restaurant, if you're the gas station clerk, if, you know, if you're the person walking your dog on the street, um, I, I try and trying to shine um, light into these people's lives just a little bit. Uh, trying to establish relationships if I see someone enough to where I can have some sort of rapport with them. Um, and, uh, and I'm really trying to grow in the Bible and understanding biblical truth about, about what does it mean to be encouraging and supporting of others? Uh, how does that look? What does that, what does that feel like, you know, um, from the giving side on my side to the receiving side of someone else? Um, and, uh, 
Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm doing a, a class at my church right now where we're, we're walking through a lot of that material. We're walking through those very things. So I'm hope, 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 hopefully this is helping train others in how to do that as well. And uh, so it's just living your life. I mean, that's, I don't know how else to say it. It's, it's, it's an intentional decision to, to see other people as uh, what I like to, I mean, the, the, see other people in three different ways. They're a saint. In other words, you know, as a Christian, you're a saint. I mean, that is what the Bible calls you. Um, so you're a loved, but you're loved by God. You know, just like the people like in the Catholic Church, they have all these, you know, statues and such, you know, dedicated to the saints, right? We're all saints, as the Bible says. You know, we all, we all have that, that level of um, stature in the eyes of God as Christians. Um, we're, but we're also sinners. You know, we're broken people. Uh, we make mistakes. And, um, and some of these mistakes are ugly, really ugly and hurtful. And so, you know, when I see someone and I see their behavior and I feel their behavior in a negative, not so great way, I just remember, you know, they're no different than me, right? I'm a sinner. They're a sinner. I have my ugly parts just like they have their ugly parts, you know, but they're also a saint and they're loved by God. And so my job is to love the way Jesus loves, see someone with the eyes of Jesus, love them the way that uh, Jesus would love them. You know, uh, and see their see their life the way that Jesus would see it, and speak into their life the way that Jesus would speak into their life, right? Not just patronizing, you know, at a boy encouraging stuff, you know. But if someone needs to hear something truthful, and and you know, and the situation is can be done in a in a loving way, then then it it needs to be spoken into their life, and uh, and then sufferers, you know, we're all sufferers, we all. We all struggle. You know, this is a broken world. We struggle with the burdens of today. We struggle with, you know, financial issues. We struggle with emotional relationships. We struggle with health burdens. All right. We, we struggle with things that, that pull our energy away uh, from God. They pull, it, it pulls us inward. It takes us away from shining our light into other people's lives. And it pulls us in, you know, like gravity. Uh, and, uh, you know, these problems that we have, we suffer through and, uh, learning how to help people, help people see, you know, that the way that they, they are approaching their challenges, the way that they're approaching the problems that they have, that either makes that gravity stronger and it pulls us in more and it lets us shine less and less and less, you know, we become darker you know, or the way that we think and the way that we see the world and the way that we approach challenges um, and things that, you know, are in our life, you know, we can, we can take something and make our, ourselves shine brighter. And, uh, and it's just a choice. It's a choice that we make every single day. That's a choice that we make on in every single moment in many ways. And uh, so, Shining your light, um, you know, uh, is one of the best skills that you can work on and develop. And, um, and so what I try to do is I try to help people understand, you know, what are you thinking? How do you feel? You know, what's going on in your head? How is this, how is this relating back to God, 
right? Are you holding on to something that you're really, you really, you know, that you're holding on to it because you want control, um, but it's creating suffering in your life, um, you know, um, helping people to understand how to release and let go um, and just give it to God. And what does that look like? How does it feel? Um, what does that, what does that sound like? How, you know, how do you think that through, what is that going on in your head? How do you, how do you understand how to let go of a challenge? Uh, you know, uh, so, um, there's techniques for doing that, those things. And so a big part of what I try to do is learn those techniques and then apply those, um, you know, and help coach people through, um, applying those in their own lives. Very cool. Just to clarify, um, you mentioned three things, um, intentional, intentional decisions to see others in three ways. You said saint, suffer, and what was the third one? Sinner. Oh, sinner. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All righty. I knew you probably had said it. I didn't catch it. <laughs> the three S's, saints, suffers, and sinners. Gotcha. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So when you look, I mean, just, and I'll, I know I'll shut up, um, but you know, after this, but you know, when you look just, you know, when there's someone in your life and whether you care about them or you don't care about them, whether you have a relationship or you don't have a relationship with them, I mean, this, this applies to everybody. It doesn't matter the color of their skin. doesn't matter their, 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 their religious background. It doesn't matter their age. Right. We're, we're all these three things. Right. Uh, well, non-Christians are not saints. That's, that's a, but they are, they're, they're through common grace. They are, they're created by God. They are still a created being that's loved by God. Right. They are loved by God. Um, even if they're not Christians. Uh, so when you look at someone and you see them and they're just bugging that crap out of you, you know, and they're just annoying you or hurting you, you know, are they're abusive to you or, you know, they're, they're being disgusting in the way that they behave. It's good practice. It's good practice to see that person, not just as the disgusting mess that they are, but as a hurting person, someone that's suffering, um, you know, try to understand why are they, why are they so disgusting? Why, why are they so cruel? You know, why are they so whatever, whatever word you want to put in there, right? Because they're suffering, they're, they have their own hurts. They have their own traumas that they've they've taken on. You know, their own things that they've had to absorb over the course of their life. And so, when you see someone as a sufferer and you see them as loved by God, you know, despite them being disgusting in their behavior and action, and you now have a choice. Your choice is: Am I going to? Am I going to? Love this person like Jesus loves. Jesus got put nailed. He was nailed on a cross. He was killed brutally. And he loved us anyway, right? So there's no, you know, there is no, um, there's no ambiguity about it. You know, the way that Jesus would love someone is, is a choice. It's a choice he made and it's a choice that we make. And, uh, and uh, practicing doing, going through, Seeing people in those three ways as a saint, a sinner, and a sufferer, and trying to try before you react, say, or feel, or think, right? Trying to really pause and, and look at that person in all three aspects. And that gives you 
possibly um, an opportunity to maybe change the way that you're going to say something, change the way that you're going to react to someone, change the way that you handle, you know, the situation. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's that's the idea behind those, behind having having that perspective. Excellent. Thank you for that clarification. Awesome. I love how articulate you are. You're always a very deep thinker and very articulate, articulate in the way you can um, unpack emotions and all the things that you just described. So I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you both MJ and Kevin for sharing today. And gosh, um, God focused podcast. I love how God has worked through both of your lives and, um, and here you are, you know, sharing your wisdom, your experiences and your love of God, you know, through your story. And I, I thank you so much, both of you for, for that. And, um, all God's creatures said, amen, amen, amen. So if something's being said during this podcast, it's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now. Just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that has helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast.com gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ and God bless you. Have a great week.